You're listening to Pimelo Mutine on SAFM. Well, so here's something quite concerning. Uh, there are 230 unidentified bodies in storage at Salt River Mortuary alone. Okay, there are about 495 bodies lying in freezers across the Western Cape waiting for somebody to just identify them. This is absolutely heartbreaking. Mark um, van der Heerwe, who is Assistant Communications Director of the Department of Health at the Western Cape. Good afternoon and thank you so much for making the time to talk to us this afternoon, Mark. Hi, good afternoon, Sinella. Thanks for having us. This this is really a concern because generally, they, you know, once once a body arrives, you are meant to be holding that body for about, what, 30 days at, at, at maximum? Yes, by law, we're supposed to keep the bodies um, for a maximum period of 30 days. Um, that is to conduct all the medical legal processes, um, have the identity of the person established, conclude the autopsy, and then be able to hand that body back to the relatives in order for them to to give the, their disease a dignified burial. Mm. Has the trend been growing? In other words, are these numbers of bodies growing or has it always been an issue that you guys are facing? Look, since the beginning of this year alone, um, we have consistently have between 420 to 450 unidentified bodies across our mortuaries in the province. Um, and, and just to give you a, the dynamics of it, within the metropole, 90% of those bodies are kept within two mortuaries. So more, almost 300 of the bodies are within the metropole. They are unidentified due to a range of reasons which we can tap into, um, but just from, from the health department's sake, is we, we are the custodians of that body mm. until we have been given the, the go-ahead by the, the police, the South African Police Service, A, to provide the body to relatives which have been identified or to perform a proper burial where the body has not been identified and investigation has not, where any fruit has not been concluded but because the, the case has gone cold and no progress has been made, Samson give us the go to conclude and to, to perform a proper burial or cremation, whichever is within the best interest. Okay, so at, when is that? When, when do you actually finally make the call? Is it a timing thing or do you specifically have to hear, wait for the police to, to give you the go ahead? Look, we have to wait for the police. Mm-hmm. Um, we are in consultation, communication with them on a regular basis specifically around the, the progress of cases involving unidentified bodies stored at our facility. Um, and they have to give us the, the go-ahead to say, yes, we haven't made any progress. You can um, perform proper burial. Or, yes, we've actually made progress. We've identified the next of kin, and we then are allowed to hand over the body. But up until that point, mm. we have to keep the body within our mortuary. Sure. So, so the the oldest body you have is is what two thousand and six. It arrived two thousand and six. That's a long time. Look, that that's not a body. It's a skeleton, and in some cases, oh. it's even a bone mm. that that Saps requested us to keep for further forensic testing, for further 
facial reconstruction. Now that it's, it's it's not full body, so it doesn't take that much space. Mm. But um, we do have specifically in 2019 have had a number of or an increase in the number of unidentified bodies where SAPs weren't able to to conclude the investigations. It's still ongoing, and we sit with with those bodies within our mortuaries. Obviously, space is a concern. It takes up a lot of space within our mortuaries, which is why. Um, we have been forced to um, set up three um, refrigerated containers sure. just to accommodate the overflow of unidentified bodies stored and not being able to be released. So the, the impact it has on our facility, at our services, it's huge. It's actually quite heartbreaking. This particular one we're speaking of, a 13-year-old. I mean, that's quite, it's quite sad. You know. Yeah, look, it's, it's, uh, we, have, we have a range of bodies. Um, most of them are um, relating to such investigations, but then we also find that um, unidentified people also include members who came to the Western Cup from other parts of the country. Mm. The family members might not even know that mm. they've come, might not even know that mm. they, they've died. Mm. Um, and, and that's a sad reality that we sit with. Um, Fortunately, um, and, and what we've seen at our facilities, in cases where a minor or a baby has passed on, the family members are, are relatively quick to come and identify the body. So it's, it's between your, your adolescent and your, your older people that we, we have a huge number of cases of unidentified mm. bodies. One, one would also assume some, some of these people possibly homeless people. Mark, if you don't mind, I'm going to take a phone call from one of our listeners who wants to engage with you. But let's take a quick break before that and then we'll get to our call uh, from the Free State. At SFM Radio and at Pimelo Mutile on Twitter. Staggering numbers, 230 unidentified bodies in storage at Salt River Mortuary alone. 495 bodies lying in freezers across the Western Cape. Absolutely something to worry about. And so we are encouraging you at home. If, if you just haven't heard from a loved one, um, they may have said they're going, you know, to another part of the country or whatever. Just double check. Uh, part of the problem, Mark, Mark van 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 Hever is joining me on the line. He's from the Department of Health at the Western Cape. Part of the problem, Mark, is that people generally check within the mortuaries in the vicinity where they reside, correct? So if someone left town and they didn't say they're leaving town, it's very unlikely for me to call the Western Cape to say, do you know if so-and-so is there? Yeah, look, that's, that's common practice, um, and, and we, we would want uh, the public to contact um, any forensic pathology service within the country. Mm. I mean, because each facility has a database of bodies within its capacity and description of the body. So they'll be able to, to inform or to advise the caller whether or not they have a possible match of the body based on the description that they have on the database with the description that the caller would then be able to give them. So there are ways and means to contact, and people should not just limit them to the mortuaries within the, mm. the local vicinity. Mm. Romeo, you're calling us from the Free State. Thanks for your patience. Hi. Hi, sister. Good afternoon and uh, to your guest. Hey, it's quite really disturbing to hear that over 400 bodies unidentified. I wanted to find out, are these people found dead outside the hospitals and then they're taken to the mortuaries or they are brought by their relatives to the hospital, then later on um, relative disappears. And uh, besides, all these people do not have IDs to an extent that if she has to be pronounced like right now, 
in terms of the law that a, a person must be in the mortuary, say for instance about 30 days or 60 days, whatever, are you not allowed to pronounce over the media or publication in such as TV and radios? So that maybe if these people are no longer around the Western Cape, uh, maybe they are now in Limpopo, someone could throw that kind of information that they overheard a name so and so seems like he's dead. Interesting point. Thanks so much, Romeo. Um, because it, I'm assuming it's not necessarily that you don't have the name all the time. It's that somebody doesn't claim the body, correct? Um, it's a combination of the two. Um, the ones that, just to, to answer the first question, yes, it doesn't. It's not necessarily people that die at the street. It's um, everywhere where people have been found dead, whether they um, in the street, or what we've also seen is, is, is a lot of violent crimes where people have been shot dead. Um, those bodies aren't being identified because there's no no one is coming forward for whatever reason to claim the body. Um, SAPS is unable to locate the relatives or the next of kin, um, as well as undocumented um, people within the province, like the caller said, that hasn't had any identification on them. So it becomes a bit more difficult to, to establish contact. Um, and, and the caller makes a valid point. If someone goes missing to to, to reach out to various provinces from the, from the Western Cape side, I mean, we have to be respectful to, to just... Um, decency and, and the respect of the, the relevant people and not to communicate um, far and wide, but we do reach out to local media to give descriptions of um, people who have been admitted, um, just so that they, that's a mechanism of trying to, to get somebody reading the newspaper to say, I may know this person, let me contact them and see if it is the person that I'm thinking it is. Okay, I mean, I don't know um, if this is going to help. I mean, this is the point of this conversation for people to just be reminded that if you haven't seen anybody in your family or whatever the case may be, you just try and check. We were actually speaking with my colleagues earlier to say, what are the chances that sometimes you see somebody, you know, on, on your street corner for, for years and years or months and months on end, and then the one day you just don't see them? Who would you ask what happened to the guy at the street corner? You know, you just you just wouldn't ask. And maybe, I don't know, if you know a name, maybe call and ask somebody around, hey? You know, you're spot on. Uh, it's, it's become a, a sad story um, because just due to think that there are so many people waiting to be claimed, waiting to be collected, mm. waiting to be laid to this. So um, we ask ourselves the question, why aren't these people being claimed? Why aren't the bodies being identified? And I'm sure there are host of reasons as to why. Um, and yeah, from our side, if, if anybody suspects that somebody has gone missing and is missing for a while, contact you, your forensic pathology office, contact provincial forensic offices. They have databases of descriptions and... Um, who knows, you, you might be able to, to identify somebody and bring some sort of closure and peace to the family members. Mark, I suppose one of the things that we also maybe need to bring into this conversation is how we engage with one another. So often you would find the guy that you buy the newspaper from every single day. You bump into him, but you just don't ask the question, where are you from, You know, what's your full name, so that in the event that he's not there, you're able to identify him and say, well, that guy maybe we can track his family down. 
Oh, you're spot on. I mean, society has um, become distant. Um, we, we live in a world where it's very rushed, and we, we just need to take time to get to know our brothers, our sisters, our neighbors, the person that we buy the newspaper from, just so that we have that camaraderie again and, um, and, and belonging and, and sense of wanting to, to, to be interested in someone else, because you never know yeah. when that's going to happen to you. Yeah, Bradley, you're calling us from Durban. Good afternoon, Bradley. Good afternoon to you. Hi, welcome to the show, Bradley. Uh, I'd just like to make a quick comment. Um, In case of bodies that have not been recovered, Mm. all all people that have uh, valid ID documents or or comes through as documented migrants would have fingerprints taken. Can't they go through a database and check that against the fingerprints? Quick one, Mark, your response to that? Is spot on, and uh, the the responsibility for that lies with SAPS. Um, they facilitate the DNA and the fingerprint um, matching and comparison. So we perform our autopsy, we give them the medical history, and they would then need to facilitate identification, which DNA and facial recognition as well as fingerprint is part of, of the jurisdiction that they need to facilitate within their processes. All right. Thank you so, so much for taking the time to talk to us. Mark van der Heerwe, who is Assistant Communications Director at the Department of Health in the Western Cape. As we wrap up that conversation, really troubling. Uh, 230 unidentified bodies only at the Salt River mortuary. I mean, you just have to check. Check with your relatives. Check with whoever. And call every single mortuary in the country, not just the ones that you suspect your loved ones could be at. This could be one of your family members lying in that mortuary. Thanks very much for that. Let's go to 1.30 now to Utsi Ilya Saku for the latest in headlines.